I was like, fuck it. This will be good. Bam. We're live. I like the uh, Topo 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 Chico and the Minadagua. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's good. Fire. Canto sewer of the sparkling waters. I'm Comes sitting from on a dirty well in dirty well in Baja from Baja, California. Minadagua. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. <laughs> I'm sitting on a Bosu ball right now. That's what she said. Oh, Alpha. <laughs> Is it now 8.30? What the fuck are we doing here? Okay, 5.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. JR, Howell. Hello. Taylor the Thumb Self, Matthew Stuza, <laughs> and me, the CEO. Uh, this is our, is this our third programming show? Thrice. Third programming show. And th- this one's going to be a-, a little more broad than just programming. I guess it fits in the programming. We'll be talking about programmers, uh, the, about Adrian Bosman today. We'll be talking about people who judge programming, a little movement around in the judging. Basically, just all this shit I stole from Lauren Khalil's interview with uh, Adrian. Did you guys see that? <laughs> yeah, it's great. Let's just let's switch it up a little bit and. We'll just recap it. This is what it, you heard of that news from someone with ovaries. Now you're going to hear it from someone with testicles. Who <laughs> <laughs> stole it from the person with ovaries. Variety. Right. Yeah. Uh, we know some stuff. Um, do you guys want me to go over some of the stuff we know? And then you guys tell me what I'm missing. Or do you guys want to talk about what we know about the 2022 CrossFit Games, the test to crown the fittest man and woman on the planet and some other shit, like adaptive and kids and teams you go first okay uh we know that the programmer who uh this is his first year programming adrian bosman and but also one of the most senior people working at crossfitting today in terms of his longevity and knowledge and and culture which is that that part's really important is adrian bosman and we know he is on the ground now in madison uh, we've seen him already start doing interviews from there uh, uh there he is yep uh we know that uh that there's going to be bikes for the teams and that that has been confirmed and that in his interview with uh, Lauren Khalil, uh, he said that he could not confirm or deny that individuals will be doing them. Okay. So I'll stop there. They're doing them, right? Individuals are doing them. They're not going to go through the trouble of getting all these bikes and then not have the individuals doing them, right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Do you think they're going to be, so that means you think that they're not going to road bike at all? No, no, I think they are going to bike. That's what I'm saying. Sorry. The, I think, I think the individuals are going to bike. But unicycle. these look like mountain bikes. So do you think they're going to they're going to have two different types of bicycles or do you think this is the only actual bike they'll be using? I think this is it. That's the bike. The only bike. That's it. And and I and I think that um, I think that uh, just because they're mountain bikes, I, I don't think that that means it's not going to be on the road. Yeah, I think unless they brought back something like a cycle cyclocross, it would be tough to go out to any trail that is going to be wide enough to let people pass. Yep. And if they are going to do teams, I'm guessing it has to be a significant ride, meaning 20 minutes or more. I'd be interested to see what a relay would look like on the bikes. I also think, you know, you wow. look at 2020 and they had the, uh, the sprint legless with the bicycle. So I wouldn't be surprised if we saw something like that this year with the, with the mountain bikes, not Dude, necessarily. You nailed it. You're right. 
I'm a fucking idiot. I was picturing them riding in a pack together. They would never allow them to do that. That would be just pure. That would be madness. You're right. It yeah. is a relay. Yeah. For, for, unless they had a four seater bike, four people in their own little four group of, of bikers trying to, yeah, they would fuck each other up. Did you see that? Did you see the bike on the, um, that Will Brandstetter made for the games on the, on the yeah. seven podcast, Instagram? No. <laughs> Have you seen that? This is actually a brilliant idea. This actually this actually up. could work. <laughs> wow. I thought that was completely absurd, but after listening to Taylor speak, I'm thinking that I'm thinking that it might not be so absurd. He hey, had to La. mute it. He had to mute it so she didn't hear any F bombs. <laughs> well, she could still hear us. What, what about that? <laughs> <laughs> what about that thing right there? yeah they're gonna pedal with their feet they're, but they're not gonna pedal they're gonna like stick their feet through the floorboard and propel themselves on the floor fred flintstone style like like the flintstones okay uh what do you think uh jr i think re- i think uh, taylor nailed it it's a relay right they're not gonna let these knuckleheads they're not gonna have these knuckleheads riding in like a pack together of four unless they want people to have accidents unless that's the thing this year's the 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 blooper reel no, I agree 100%. I think if they ever tried to do anything tandem, it would be like real water rowing. But I, re- I really don't think – I really don't think that um, – <laughs> Get back, I, kid. I really don't know that they'll ever even do that, like on the water rowing with four people. I mean, they could, but I think that there's a way better chance of that than them doing anything on a tandem bike. I think relays for sure what's going to happen. All I right. just want to say – real real quick you mentioned that the tandem rowing or the the in-water rowing i always like thought it would be cool if and i'm sure that this is out with dave not programming but if they did like a a bud style inflatable boat small event where the teams had to carry a boat and paddle a boat and carry it on their heads and just crush them yeah fucking amazing yeah that would be amazing i could i could see it still happening although We'll get to that in a minute. Okay, so breaking news here. You heard it first. We have insight. We've talked to the right people. The bike event is a relay. There you go. Now you know. Um, Adrian also said this, and and I and I maybe it was just me who misunderstood. But when they said that there was an event that everyone was going to do, I was conflating that. I was thinking that event would do I'll be with some sort of new piece of equipment. But after hearing Adrian talk today, it's not definitive, but I think that's two different events. Because he said, hey, there is an event that everyone's going to do, but there's also an event where the masters get to touch the new equipment. And the way he said it today made me think, oh, shit, these are two different events. Yeah, I don't think the event that everyone's going to be able to do is is the event with new equipment. Because in the show with Coffee, Pods, and Wads, Peter, he mentioned that everyone would be able to do that workout. Like that even Peter at home would potentially be able to do that workout. Oh, right. Well, well, after they go to Rogue and buy the equipment. (laughs) Maybe <laughs> go buy the pig. <laughs> yeah. After they buy the yo-yo. You can't uh, buy a pig. I actually reached out to rogue and they told me to go fuck myself. Yeah. They said, really? you can't is afford the shipping. <laughs> um, we know that Saturday is the big lift day. Uh, he reconfirmed that. Um, it sounds like on uh, Lauren Khalil's uh, podcast. They're going to lift something about. big. They're going to lift something big, but I would not be surprised if it's not a barbell. Mm. What would it be? I think I think they're making such a big deal out of that. And he even said, oh, did you guys see that video? Did you watch it? Cool. That's cool. Like almost just like a. Oh, trying to throw us off the set. We, we've done a platform lift the past two years. 
Hey, dude, are, Adrian are, are loves we, strongman are really shit. That? Are we really going to do that again? I mean, can't you see something like, think about what they did at Rogue. That was a really big fan favorite. When yes. They did, when they yes. did 50 load. So what if they get a 150, a 200, a 250, a 300-pound sandbag and all those pedestals that would look sick in the Coliseum? That's the event that's going to cut athletes too if they did like a in the past snatch speed ladder clean speed ladder clean and jerk speed ladder what if they did a stone load speed ladder i i i like it and i know adrian loves strongman stuff yep that's what i was thinking too gabe from paper street coffee p-a-p-e-r-s-t-c-o-f-f-e-e.com discount code Sevon. 10% off. If you guys can pull up the rogue site, they have rubber coated Atlas stones that you can purchase. So it's a, it's a cast, like it's like a concrete stone, but then covering it is like a case of rubber. So they're not D balls. They're, they're more formed like a D like a, yeah, but they're just more. No shit. So you think, so you think this is the new equipment that they're touching? Oh, <clears throat> that log wow. i think the big lift is i think the big lift is still a barbell i just think it's something that we haven't seen in a while hey. thruster ladder thruster ladder maybe no i think i really i i would not be surprised if we saw the overhead squat come back gosh that was that's a cool event mm-hmm. uh, max overhead squat yeah and they've done it once at 2014 games and it's been so seven seven eight years since that's been done and then they've done the total twice how about, How about this? How about this? I think times. Pitt Malone tied Annie Thor's daughter for the win in that workout. Am I right? <sighs> no, maybe Akinwali. Damn. I thought I was going to show off there. Oh, I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't know what I'm talking about. I know, I know Rich and oh, Matt win the overhead squat? went back and forth. <laughs> Rich and Hackenbrook. What'd you, what did oh, you say? Right. Tommy Hackenbrook. Well, uh, what did you say, JR? I think Kara might have won. Kara. 2014. Uh, maybe you're right. Maybe Let's you're right. Let's see. Let's see. Um, uh, go back to those stones. This is totally off subject. Why would I, why would I buy 150 pound that and not a 150 pound D ball? They're, they're so similar. And yet the D ball is so much more forgiving. Well, if you're training for strongman, you don't ever use a D ball. You use an Atlas stone. So that would make sense. And I guess maybe it would be softer on whatever surface you're lifting it on or like, Maybe softer on your arms because those concrete stones beat up their forearms. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But. Interesting. Okay. Look, they got a 450 pound one. Holy fuck. You hate, <laughs> you hate yourself if you buy that. That's crazy. 1200 well spent. <laughs> 1200 well spent. <laughs> hey, at that point, that thing's kind of like an art piece. Yeah, it's just chilling there. It's like, yeah. hey, maybe you could put like couches around it, and make it just a centerpiece of like a living room or something. Uh, Taylor, what's the dumbest piece of equipment you ever bought? Uh, I've never bought. I don't have any. Dumb I don't have enough there. money to buy anything exactly. dumb. Exactly. I bought JR, a handstand ramp from uh, Titan, which is this hooker when I was in Thailand. <laughs> is the thumb. Okay, well that's not exactly what I meant, uh, Taylor. But thank you, um, Jr. What's the dumbest thing you bought? I mean, when I use it, probably a Versa Climber. Oh. <laughs> Dude, so, I love that thing, though. It's so cool. 
So you have it really, isn't that why I I thought those were like, you know, fantastic, uh, metabolic conditioning tools. They are. I think it's the hardest machine you can do, but it's just miserable after like five minutes. He's also got a concept one rower. It's from like the fucking fifties. Wow. Is that really what it's called? The concept one? No. No, Oh, (laughs) because he has an old concept too and he won't buy a new one. It's like the wooden. It's like the wooden handle with the open fan. It's crazy. no fucking prototype. Hey, what do you mean after five minutes? After thirty seconds, that thing is heinous. It's nasty. Yeah. Uh, it, and then uh, so so for me, the dumbest piece of equipment I bought is I bought I bought like a hundred and thirty pound throw dummy. Oh uh, wow, it, that's fucking yeah. cool. But it's it was stupid. It was <laughs> it's like how much did it cost? I don't remember too much. Couple I want him to bring back Rescue Randy. It was like probably three hundred bucks for the doll and and eight hundred bucks for shipping. It was fucking idiot. And and I never <laughs> used it. I never. It was just too too much for me. I was like too much of a pussy. Susan, what's the dumbest piece of equipment you bought? Probably probably the Alice Stone molds. And I made a bunch of them, and I misjudged the weight. So it started out like one fifteen and went up, and then realized that nobody in the gym could actually lift that. Oh shit! Use the ones like every bar four arms, tore every neck, good, and that was every it. good CrossFit gym owner has got has got a set of those. <laughs> yeah, now they're just rolled to the back corner of the gym. Oh, we need these. Oh, and so like, you still have the stones? Yeah, we've sold we sold some of them during the pandemic because people were buying whatever the hell gym equipment wise. So we sold yeah. a couple of them, but now we have the huge ones just sitting there still. Oh, I should have thought about that too. Someone saying uh, it was a sex doll. I should have. That would have been more. Uh... <laughs> Oh, that's a great question. Was it male or female? Uh, mine was uh, uh, gender fluid. My dummy. Mine, mine, mine was gender. It looked more like a girl, though. It, it definitely no cock and no titties. But, but I think it was gender fluid. <laughs> no, no cock and no titties. Yeah. Wow. Uh, okay. Dumb Waste of money for sure. Um. Saturday's big lift day. Uh, we we we're thinking. Uh, let's not be uh, naive and think it's uh, going to be a barbell. Coaches and athletes will reevaluate after this. Uh, oh, okay. So here's something he said. Yeah, it's free. Adrian Adrian said, "Coaches and athletes. I'm going to need you to look up a word here for me, uh, Susan. In a second. Coaches and athletes will reevaluate after this game on what they put as a primacy or what they put primacy on. Coaches and athletes will reevaluate after this games on what they put primacy on." the word is primacy and uh, i'm like wow okay okay i mean that that's like that's a that's a strong statement very strong that's very strong so let me ask you this what do you think they put primacy on now like like in the broadest sense conditioning and strength i would say strength probably a base of strength first jr yeah external load strength yeah okay uh that's a good distinction external well, uh, weightlifting weightlifting strength as opposed to gymnastic strength Body okay strength. uh the f- primacy the fact of being primary well no shit more the important. fact of being here's what we want preeminent or more important okay i mean th- that's a uh, and uh, and he, on top of that, I want to say this, and this made me think of something that Jr. said. I don't know if you were giving advice to Adrian, but the one thing you said is, is like, hey, the best thing for Adrian, I think, I'm, correct me, I'm okay being corrected here, Jr. is, um, I don't think uh, the one thing Adrian shouldn't do is try to be Dave. He should be himself. 
But Adrian said this, I'm not Dave, and some people want me to be Dave. I think that's the opposite of what, oh, and then I wrote, I think that's the opposite of what JR said. JR, you agree with Adrian. Adrian's saying, I'm not, I'm not Dave, and some people want me to be Dave. And you, you, your advice to Adrian, I think, or maybe it wasn't advice, was, hey, he should be himself. Like, don't try to be Dave. Was that you said that in one of the shows? No, it wasn't me that said anything. Oh, oh all right. Well, I fucked I mean, that up. Just I thought you said, play. oh, here it is. I thought the exact thing you said is the one thing Boz shouldn't do is try to be Dave. No? Um, okay. Yeah, I think that he's obviously really sure and confident of himself. But I think that he will program the first year without training wheels, without worrying about taking risk. And he will put his stamp on his style this year. I want everyone to know JR has the finest computer and the finest microphones and the ability to have the finest audio and yet not the ability to set it we, up. We were missing a part. <laughs> I tried to help him earlier. It'll be squared away soon. It'll be, yeah, it'll, <laughs> hey, can you just have it in there so you look cool? Yeah, I was going to suggest that. Just have it up. And <laughs> <laughs> it'll be fixed next time. You got to hold it like. Away. Yes, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> um, uh, do you have any thoughts on that, Taylor? On 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 any thoughts on um, people who are going to try to compare him to Dave? I mean, I, and I don't blame him. I'm not hating on those people who do it. But do you have any thoughts on it? I I think his I think the result of the games and how people perceive the games. There will always be a comparison between how well he pulls it off and the perception and that people have on how well Dave has pulled it off. So I think that comparison is inevitable i think in terms of programming he should for sure i mean it's human nature to bias towards your own you know tendencies so i i and of course he's got a team of people that's keeping him from doing that in a stupid way but it will look different and i think it should look different and he does yeah just like he says i think the people that want him to be dave or want it to stay just like dave you know are it's just not how the world works it's going to look different, but that doesn't mean it's going to be bad. Right. And I think it's interesting that he, I just wanted to go back to that statement about coaches and athletes reevaluating what they uh, put primacy on or something along those lines. I think it's, you look in the history of human needs or the hierarchy of human needs and being able to move your body in space probably comes first before being able to move an external load around your body. Um, and that's interesting that a lot of athletes and coaches don't train that way, where the primary thing that they focus on is being able to move your body through space rather than moving an external load around your body. That's interesting. Um, Can we see the pyramid? Uh, wow. Ricardo Montalban. Dang. Oh, shit. Homeboy You're not getting hard. a dime of that, JR. You're not getting a fucking dime of that. Um, PMI <laughs> Premium <laughs> Services. I, I promise you I will give JR $20 worth of coaching to help him set up. Uh, he, he'll be, I, will char- I will give him a discount. Holy fuck. Dude, Susan can vouch for me. My setup, my setup is 100%. Right it, now, I just don't have a U.S. BC to USB converter for my life. Wow. You know, you know he had that written down. I saw him like read off of some notes. He's like USB. You know, Amazon link. He's good. Yeah. That was good. Uh, um, okay. Um, uh, thank you. Uh, PMI premium services. Uh, so, but, but it is, a, it's, it's a really strong state. It is a really strong statement. It's the first thing that it's the first I don't think we've seen any signature, any any signature, anything this strong up until this point. Not in the open, not in the quarterfinals, not in the semifinals. Uh, I think, 
I think I think a couple of quotes on Chase's podcast previewing the last chance qualifier saying things like, do I know where the CrossFit athlete is strong? Yes. Do I know where they're probably less diligent? Yes. And they'll have to contend with that this year at the games. And there will be some bruised egos along the way. That's yeah, a, yeah that's a very that's strong. strong. That's pretty I strong. think I think it's strong. I think it's a clue to this bigger picture. Oh, and this guy, this guy, yeah, you guys need to get into a fucking bidding war. Get him, premium <laughs> services. You have to buy Fuck that guy. Luis Lemos. <laughs> also on Fantasy oh, Island with Ricardo Montalban. You guys are the best. I, I seriously mean it. Thank you. It's a fucking way cool, you guys. Um, That's related to this, right? But now he's there at the games, right? He's landed, and he's he's like, this is some pretty cocksure shit. Like, hey, everything he, – this is like everything has changed. Primacy. The preeminent thing that people train after this games is going to need to be reevaluated. Yeah, I mean, talk about, like, changing the game or, you know – opening doors to what's really possible in the future. If we get programming, like some people think we're going to get, if he's going to come out and say, Hey, the way you've all been training the last, however many years is wrong. And this is the way you need to be training. This is what you need to be focusing on. Not wrong, but maybe a miss, a missing. He's going to expose a hole. I think so. Yeah. Well, a hole. I think you look at the way not the wrong games, though, JR, right? Sorry, Taylor, not, not wrong. Just not like, wrong. Hey, you haven't been swimming. <clears throat> yeah. Not wrong at all. That's what I was, I was, going to elaborate on as you look at the way the games have been programmed for the past, you know, five years, and there's only so much evolution you can go in one direction. And he's upholding the unknown and unknowable by potentially introducing a new direction that athletes again, aren't as diligent in. And I think that's great. And it's what's needed for the sport to evolve. When and it makes, and it makes us all excited, right? The haters are like, I can't wait to tear this fucker up. And the, the, and the fans are like, Oh, this is going to be great. I can't wait to see these fuckers fall on their face. Yeah, uh, Mr. Olson, you were the man. Some money for the best coverage of the games. I uh, uh, someone asked us uh, 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 another a group of uh, reporters at, that runs a um, a, uh, a reporting of the CrossFit Games. Another uh, I don't know what you call it media. <laughs> another media team asked Susa today. So what should we write about you guys? Is what you're going to do for the games? And just tell them we're going to do the best coverage that's out there for the games. All the good shit's going to be right here. Uh, and thank you. That's crazy generous. Okay. Um, and and if we're not going to beat around the bush, it's it's gymnastics, right? He's going to, I think you guys said it in the other show, he's going to, our weightlifters are as close to the world's best weightlifters as maybe they're going to get in the big chunks. Now it's going to move more slowly. Our, our, what, our um, what, what's the other one? Uh, our metabolic capacity, our running, our swimming, those things we've been working on for years, we're getting closer to those type of modalities. And now it's time for us to get closer to gymnasts, Olympic gymnasts, who we're really far from, right? Yeah, like this quote in the morning chalk up really goes along with one of the other quotes from that interview with Chase, which was, if I had advice for any aspiring games athlete or their coach, so this is him talking to both again, I would look at the domain where the gap between the best in the world in that specific field and the best of the world in CrossFit, look for the, look for the domain where there's the biggest gap. That's where you should be focusing. And this is right along those lines. So he's restating it again. And you go back to the, it's pretty obvious. I think. Yeah. Gymnastics. You have, we have three core domains in CrossFit MWG, 
weightlifting, like you said, we're very close to the top. Monostructural, again, we're pretty close to the top. And gymnastics, it's just not even close. Oh, you, so- I mean, we have we have people at the semifinal level still failing legless rope climbs for 10 reps in a 10-minute time domain. Yeah. That is an enormous fucking gap. <laughs> That's bad. I- has there been a shift like this before? <laughs> like, a, like I know there hasn't been a claim like this, but have we seen in the past where something's been introduced that has fundamentally shifted? And what do you like? Which ones st- stick out in your guys' mind? Like pegboard, there was the dumbbell regional one year. Things got super heavy one year. I don't yeah, think there, anything there is. Some, yeah, there may have been some trends for like a year, like at a regionals or a games, but I think Dave always brought it back and switched it up. Like there was a year. You know, maybe the repeat year of the 21-15-9 deadlift box jump. And I think you had like the row pistol hang power clean at 225. Like almost everything at that regional was high power output, pretty heavy. And then the next year, it didn't look like that anymore. Is it my turn? Yeah, yeah. Sorry. No, no, no. You, no, no, you guys are great. I tuned out because someone just sent me uh, something I want to show you guys. And I was just texting back with Kat Shear to make sure it was okay that I show it. This is going to crack you up. This is off subject, but I think you guys are all going to love it. This is uh, from uh, Kat Shear of the Clydesdale podcast. Am I pronouncing her last name right? I guess we'll find out in a minute. Yeah, she should let uh, us know. Um, look at this. Look at this. Uh, I'm going to show you some people, and you tell me which CrossFit Games. Uh, I don't know if you can say they're CrossFit Games athlete. You tell me which. A- yeah, which, tell me which athletes these are. This is crazy. <laughs> this is this is crazy. I can't even fucking believe this. I'm nervous. Okay, here we go. Uh, here oh shit! James Sprague and <laughs> Tudor Magda. <Dude. clears throat> wow. Pre-puberty. Testosterone is a great thing. Can you hear? Can you hear? Can you hear them? They what they're saying? Like, someone. What? No, I get. They're the fourteen, fifteen-year-old division. Yeah, and then and then someone said, "Who's better?" Whoa, was James just busting a move right there? What did he just do with his <laughs> hips and his hands right there? What's what's James he doing? He struck a pose. He struck yeah, a pose. It. James looks like he could be a female with a really short haircut. <laughs> he was 14. Look at him. God, he's a cute little girl. Like God, he's pretty. With their hair dyed black. Man. <laughs> Oh, Holy man. cow. If you're 14 oh, or 15. Wow, that is oh, yeah, amazing. Yeah. Thank you, Kat. Clydesdale <clears throat> podcast. Incredible. Wow. wow. It is hilarious how many athletes went and posted videos of them doing parallel L-sit to press to handstand videos. Noah, Ricky. You'll fuck with Jared, Jared kept a count. Angelo. Who else? Yeah, none of them tagged. Fuckers. Uh, My idea. Else? I think someone, know, sent me, someone sent me James, uh, Christian Harris. Uh, yeah, there were a lot, which is which is also really cool to speak to. I mean, we didn't get to see videos of them failing over and over if there no. were, if yeah. there was that content. But the fact that 
people look around and don't want to feel like they're behind or being left out and that they'll maybe try a skill like that for the first time. And within a day can do multiple reps is so, and it may, it may even give more legitimacy to the fact that if they brought something like this out, Boz is like, no guys, like people are very capable of stuff like this. Mm, I agree. Fast. I, I didn't just I didn't just flex for Jr. I was scratching my armpit. Now I'm flexing. <laughs> Jr. flexing uh, on us. Um. So so most of the names you're going to hear today, by the way, it's a very impressive crew of people they have working on the games. One of the names I heard uh, coming out of uh, Adrian's mouth, and, and these are people who've been there a long time. So we'll keep moving uh, with some of the, the, my notes here. Chuck Carswell is now the head judge for individuals. That's the first time I've heard that. Chuck Carswell is replacing Adrian Bosman as the head judge. He he is now the official no rep guy. No rep. He's the shit. Chuck's a my my boss is really close with Chuck. They played on the Dolphins together. <clears throat> uh, Chuck is a very very special human being. I don't. I've never heard anyone say anything bad about him. But on top of that, um, but but he's not like some pushover over overly the top nice guy. He's uh, um. Do, do you know him, Jr. You know Chuck Carswell? Well, uh, yeah, I met him at the games last year. Uh, g- great dude. Uh, taught a, a thousand fucking L1s. Who knows? Uh, he's a flow master. And, uh, and for those of you who don't know flow master, that means you're, you're of all the L1s, you're at the top of the heap. You make sure that the L1 is rolling uh, properly. They're special human beings. They basically carry the DNA of CrossFit in them. Uh, and he used to be the head judge for the teams. I'm guessing that being the head judge for individuals has got to be easier than teams. Team seems like must be just a shit show. And then um, Todd Widman will uh, take, uh, I think Todd used to Amen. do age qualifiers, but now Todd's uh, coming up to teams, Todd Widman. Uh, he's, I think he's also the guy. I, By the way, so many of you have been asking me how to get that manual for CrossFit kids. I don't know how to get that. People have been sending me one and that's not the one I'm talking about. There's one that has a training plan. That's just like the most detailed, incredible training plan. I'll look for it. I'll look for it. And I'll ask around. I'll email uh, or text Nicole Carroll and ask her um, how I can direct people to it. And then it sounds like um, Eric Preston, and Eric O'Connor, two other like superstars. I, I, Eric O'Connor might be the most tenured l1 staff in crossfit history meaning he's taught more l1s than anyone in in the history of crossfit and they're going to be doing the age group and preston's just been around forever and i believe preston also runs the crossfit training instagram i think that's correct i could be wrong and then uh kevin ogar will be doing the adaptive division Uh, everyone knows who that is been around forever a great dude i produced a movie about him uh fantastic gentleman had him on uh this podcast and the crossfit podcast i think of this podcast i'm trying to get him on again in the next few days here uh though he's running the adaptive division along with some guy that i never heard of zirkenbach zirkin zirkin something don't know who that is uh and um so, so oh and, and then and then okay we'll get to we'll get to that so so those are the teams who are judging i found that interesting i got that also from uh the lauren khalil podcast uh, that had Patrick Clark on it also. Um, Adrian Adrian talked about programming a first pass and then asking his, and then showing it to his team. I don't know if I believe that, but but uh, but he uh, give it to him. Okay, what so do you he mean? Believe what? Believe what? I don't know what that means. Do do a first pass and then give it to his team. I 
How else would he do it? I mean, it's not, but you're right. That's not that I don't believe him. I just don't know how significant that is. This is his fucking creation. We'll, we'll get to it. We'll hold, hold, hold that thought. Um, Adrian said, uh, Justin helps a little bit, but if I interpret his tone and what he said, I'm going to think that Adrian, um, that was just a politically correct answer. I'm guessing <laughs> that, uh, uh, Justin helps. Politics. Yeah. Just zero on the programming, unless it's something that has to do with, like logistics of logistics. the broadcast or yes something. yes yes something like that or, are they gonna yeah. afford it whatever yes um there right. is a guy that no one ever talks about and whenever we would do the testing it would be uh it would be dave and it would be uh adrian and then there was always and then i would do the filming and then there would be one other guy there always and this guy's name was lucas zapeda i met him do- last year you did, yeah, and he's always there, and he has this book, and that, and it's it's just it's a journal, and in that journal is where all the fucking data about the workouts when they're tested are written down, the split times, who did it, notes, it's everything, and it's this thing's crazy, and I'd be like, dude, do you fucking lock that thing in a safe at night? Like, nope, <laughs> just throw it on my bed. I'm like, man, and uh, this dude, and this dude's very quiet. He he, he makes Jr. look like a chatterbox. He's a cool cat. He doesn't. Yeah, so cool, so chill. Is this him? Yeah, yeah. There he is. There he is. He flies under the radar. Yes, he's like a a stealth fighter pilot. Yes, that. Mm. Interestingly enough, that's that's one of the guys. That's like. Oh shit! I just uncovered somebody here. Yeah. So, um, so I don't know what role I'm guessing that Lucas Zapata is sort of the new Adrian Bosman now Uh, in terms of programming. Yeah. Just, there's a point where as they're at the testing thing, there's, I mean, Dave and Adrian would just be basically sitting next to each other the whole time. And just like, they make grunting sounds at each other and look (laughs) at each other as people go up and down the ropes and like, and like do cleans. And then they'll look at each other and they're like, okay, stop. Get out of here. <laughs> well, you know, Taylor. <laughs> um, yeah, you experienced it firsthand. And so so you saw that. Who was there when you were there? Was it hit? Was it Lucas? Lucas Cepeda, Adrian Bosman, Todd Whitman. Oh, Justin, Todd was there. Yep. Justin stopped in for a day. I wow. Berg. Um, is that classified? Did I? No, no, no. Okay. I don't know. No, it's not classified. Um, <laughs> Fuck. It was it was Todd and Boz were there. Lucas was like seemed to seemed to me to be Dave's right hand man to a, yeah. to a degree. Um, yeah, I mean he does he does he's kind of yeah. Uh, Taylor's praying for g- this gymnastics change because he's so weak. Wow, Shots wow, that guy's arm that is, was Taylor? huge. Huh? What do I? Do you know who that is? No, I, do you know who that is? Dude, look at his biceps. Like it looks like one of those fake porn like commenters. Uh, uh-huh. His arm, his arm doesn't look fake. That nine bucks is real. I wonder yeah. what it snaps. <laughs> <is. laughs> <laughs> nine bucks is real. <laughs> uh, uh, wipe your fucking ass with that money. Uh. So 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 that keep your eye on that guy. Keep your eye keep your eye on Lucas. And if anyone can get Lucas drunk at the bar and get the journal, uh, get it. Um, there was this one issue that uh, Lauren Khalil was kept pushing, uh, um, and I don't know if she was tr- trying to be funny or cute, but I don't. But I don't think it has any real relevance. She said that I, the demo team has picked on their skill set. 
um, based on the fact of what needs to be tested and the fact that they picked Royce and that they um, replaced him with Raleigh. Does that mean that there's going to be super something super heavy that needs to be tested? And I don't think it works like that. I think it's more like all those people are basically picked for their character. So character is definitely important, but skill set for sure comes into play. Oh, they all, but, but they all have the skill, enough skill set. I mean, look at that dude with the bandana on. Who the fuck is that? If that guy can go, you Mitchell know, it's Stevenson? character. Mitchell yeah, Mitchell Peterson. Peterson. Very good. Oh. He's a, he's a long time, long time regional athlete. Sean Joswiak. Hoswiak? Hoswiak. Jazzy, Josie. Joswiak. Sean. <laughs> Not, thank you. Sean. <laughs> and I'll give you a final. Uh, what you would take us, you take a stab at it, Mr. JR. What, who is that? That guy's name. Yazwak. Yaz. <laughs> Cockwack. <laughs> Damn, I wish I had said that. Hey, send me that nine ninety nine. Oh. And the winner. It might be like. It might be like. It might. It, that might make the ZW might make a K like, like. No, no, shit! You're you're going too far. Like Jokak, 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 Sean Jokak, Sean Jokak. Uh, so 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 you do you do lean on the side of um of of what Lauren Khalil is saying? You think that there is some picking based on their skill set? I don't think it's you need to read into it too much. There's something heavy at the games every year. Right. Like oh yeah. sh- fucking yeah, pipe shocker. down, Lauren. Pipe down. Shocker, we're gonna lift. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, but I do think that those athletes, you have to look at it this way. You know, those athletes, none of them made it to the games and they all didn't make it to the games for a reason. They had a hole somewhere. Um, and so I'm sure that when they're selecting those athletes, they take into account what they're really good at <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and what they're not great at. Give us a flex. Uh, JR. Heidi, uh, Heidy, shut up. We don't I just want to see. I can't want I just like just... to keep him from coming on the show. <laughs> it's like these just random. It's it's just like Jared's just sitting on stage and people just throw shit at him. Uh, roses. Yeah, throwing they are throwing roses. roses. Yeah, yeah throwing yeah, roses. Mad process the yokedness. Um, I did hear that Roy showed up at the airport with an exemption, uh, uh, COVID test. Um, his uh, BLM fees were paid up. His LGBTQ uh, payments were all up to date, and he still wasn't allowed in. So I don't know. Oh. He didn't have the injection that's causing an increase in sudden deaths across the planet. Ah, he didn't have that. Okay. So Royce didn't get to come. He's a stand-up guy. I I like him for that. Did you yes. ask Laura about that, Savon? I, I, I text uh, uh, Royce and I said, hey, um, how'd you get in last year? She also asked him the same thing. She was very thorough. Man, she's good. And he said last year you didn't need it. They didn't have it quite in place yet. You just needed like a, a COVID test. You know, I want to say he got a wow. He got a PCR test, but for this time, and he got some other. What do you? Uh, uh, um, ser- what's a blood test? Serum, serum. Were you serum. nursed? Serum test, S E R U M. Is that a word? He said he got that test too, and that, and you know, he had COVID. So he's got the fucking antibodies. It's insane that he's, he's not allowed in this country. Anthony, for Anthony, this isn't um, OnlyFans. Uh, we'll refund you your two dollars, but uh, thank you. It's gonna cost a lot more than two bucks, bro. Come on. Yeah, uh, Antigen? Was it an anti a semen test? No, not a semen. No, Christy, not no, no. So, so yeah, maybe it's that. Thank you. The guy with the dreads. Serum. 
Who's testing this? <laughs> Get thorough. I'll be watching. Oh man. Uh, I want a Royce Dunn jersey. I know that'd be cool. Brought to you by Natural Immunity. Wow. Wow. Um, Adrian did say this. This is a really good sign. Um, they asked him, what's your most favorite part about the job? Uh, thought it was a cheese dick question, but what do I know? And then because she got a great answer. He said, I love the creative freedom and I like thinking big. Mm. That's a good sign. You like that, JR? Yeah, he said, if I remember correctly, we we want to make it as big as we possibly can, and we want to be told that it's not possible for this year so that we can wait and maybe do it another year. Like, that's the goal, to make it as big and as sexy as possible. That's Taylor? Yeah, I, I think that's amazing. I mean, you get, it's so rare. I mean, that's what's most missing in our culture and in society is creativity and people who can think critically and who can have a vision like that. And they're special people. And so that's really cool. It's exciting. And it's good news for the sport. Uh, do you have a thought about where it, it's going? It, it could be changed from. creativity to to gimmicky like is there is there a point where it could be to, to, um you kind of turns into um uh i don't know what that show is the ninja show what's the ninja show what ninja warrior ninja warrior yeah i think i think crossfit the company and the people who work there are hypersensitive to the word gimmicky and so i don't think it'll go there oh good like the tech ceos or uh no, like like people like Boss. I think people like yeah, not them. I think people like Boss and people like Dave and people like Chuck and Todd Whitman are used to that old school, you know, people shitting on kipping pull-ups and people shitting on handstand walking and so they're potentially hypersensitive to gimmicky. Um I think they are. I think for them they'll always they'll always tie back to the methodology. The core yeah. of the programming will always tie back to the methodology, especially people like Boz and Chuck Carswell there. And that's that's the most important because once it goes gimmicky, I think bigger picture, you lose the link to CrossFit altogether, right? Like Matt, the methodology yeah. and everything else. So can you, then you Matt, get grid league? Can you do us a favor and go into YouTube and type in virtual shoveling and pull up a video from CrossFit and pull this up and tell me what you guys think. I just sent uh, Brian a link. You're going to send uh, – do you guys know, is, is his name Lazar or – Lazar. Laser. Just Lazar. fucking go by Laser. I want him to go by Laser. That is sick. Laser. Laser, laser. Jukic? Yeah. I don't know if he's going to go for that. That'd be cool. Oh, I did get the pronunciation on Cat's name. Cat Shear. Cat Shear. Sounds like a musician. Yeah, Grid League is super gimmicky and cringe to watch. Like Burpee Pistols. Virtual. Really? Pull this up, dude. This is fucking OG. I thought the Burby pistols were cool, but fucking, I'm kind of gimmicky. This is CrossFit. My coach sent this to me. I didn't even know this existed. And you know what he said? He's like, "Yeah, I've only been doing CrossFit since you were six years old." Oh, that's fine. Let me see if I can keep it up too. There go my notes, Jr. You better have something to push this show through for the next 17 minutes. Don't let it. This will push it through. (laughs) (laughs) Cut this shit out. Boom. This is posted by CrossFit. Yeah. Oh, that's it. That's Greg's old gym. Yeah. Dude, how is that Greg in the background? I don't know. Uh, no. No, that's some other old dude with hair. She's All like right. lifting it over a squat rack. <laughs> I 
Virtual shoveling. 2022 CrossFit Games is... Oh, that would be awesome if they did that. I hope they do that. (laughs) How crazy would that be? How did you remember seeing that? Wow. No, my coach sent it to me. Oh, recently? Yeah, today. Yeah, from CrossFit Uh, 10 years ago. You guys were talking about, about, well, someone in the comments mentioned grid, and you guys talked about some of the movements that they Mm do. And this is maybe a rabbit hole question. Maybe Sevon can can shed some light. Back when grid started and Tony branched off and he left CrossFit, and there were movements that maybe he always thought would be cool at the games, like a front uprise or a back uprise on the rings that people would say didn't count, like butterfly muscle-ups and stuff like that. Were there some things that you think maybe – Dave wanted to explore in the realm of body weight, but that he never would do it because Tony decided to do that stuff in grid. Hmm. Wow. Before you said that last part, I was going to be like, no, I mean, Tony was really involved in the programming in the sense of relative to anyone else. Like Dave really worked with Tony in a way, and he didn't have to, but he really worked closely with Tony. Like him and Tony like talked and they had shit out. They were very different people and they would have it out. That that was the first time I realized like you could fight with someone and like it'd be okay. Like, you know, I didn't know you could fight with someone and still be their friend. And uh, they would fight it out a lot. And, um, but, I, but I think, I think, Early on, Dave wanted to keep. I think Dave is a bit is a bit, is a bit of a purist, um, but I also know that Dave does not. Dave does enjoy being unique. He so you kind of got me with that last line. Like if he did, I, I want to say no, but 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 you're on to something. If there was something that the Grid League did that Dave did like, he's not going to tell you. I, I mean, he's not. He's, he's not. He's not going to do it. He 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 does enjoy being uh, original, but he really doesn't like uh, gimmicky. And that's what I was. I was leaning towards what you said at first. The fuck no, because I just look at the movements that they do in grid, and I'm like, God, that is. It's it just doesn't look even that fun to watch. It looks like they're spasming around like a like a fish flopped up onto the dock and then yeah david 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 nicole and tony were the inner circle and i was on the outside until about a year before tony left i mean they were like they were like the siblings like i was kind i was kind of close but i I wasn't stupid i I mean i was 99 percent there but i but i wasn't whole i wasn't i wasn't one of the kids i didn't have my adoption paper i didn't have my paperwork like if Greg were to call people for advice, like I, I wasn't in that group yet. They were close. Uh, caller, hi. Hey, what's up? What's up? Thanks for being patient. Hey, I got a, uh, you know what? I love to hear you talk. Oh, I got thank a question you. for Taylor. And hey, I'm going to give you my wife's phone number when we're done here so you can text her. Okay. <laughs> Just tell oh, her. Yeah, that. sure. I'll, thank you. I'll, thank you. Yeah, thanks. Thank you. Hey, uh, JR and Taylor, speaking of gimmicky, gimmick, I was talking to some people at the gym. And do you think this movement would be gimmicky? I have yet to see it in any type of like event. Um, it's more for the teams. It'd be like worm box step ups, like all maybe 20 inches or 24 inches. But I just, I feel like that's another variation of the worm that we just haven't seen yet. And is it gimmicky or 
Is it something that could have a part in the CrossFit game? Thank you. I don't. Yeah, great question. First instinct is not gimmicky, but potentially dangerous. Exactly. Hey, but at, but at the same time, they want the athletes to compete safely, but they're also not trying to put them in a rubber padded room. But I but I think that can be. I don't know. When I say dangerous, I think of the cargo net and like, well, if the, if anything's dangerous, that is. But I I like that. That's a cool idea. A worm box step up as a team. What what about if if the event were still in Carson and you had to carry a, a worm up over the berm, the berm, the yeah. berm? That'd be awesome. That'd be cool. Coming down those stairs could be hairy. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it's that that is the ultimate sign of teamwork. And if you and if it gets sketchy, you drop the fucking worm. How'd you lose your tooth carrying the worm downstairs? <laughs> I'm, and I'm sure they would brief that in in the workout if they if something like that did come up. It's like, look, if you guys are getting sketchy, you put the worm down. I don't know. That's interesting. I like that. Worm box. Yeah, no think- one's doing that, right? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, JR. I don't I don't I don't know that they'd ever do it, but they could run a mile for time as a team carrying the worm, just like a mm-hmm. just like a sandbag carry. Yeah. Yeah, worm run. I like that a lot. That's cool. Or or JR uh, Taylor even said it in the beginning of the show, I think he said it would be cool. I think right out in the first minute or two put a boat over the the people's head i love that idea it is so <laughs> military ibs run fuck you that's what's hard. that stand what's that stand for ibs run inflatable boat small oh really yep it's old shitty military bubble boat uh any, any other since we did the the programming show last week anything evolved for you guys any thoughts any clues and and i it sounds like tomorrow is going to be a big day adrian said tomorrow is going to be a big day are we going to go live tomorrow at some point yeah, so he said he didn't even say that they would have the complete test that everyone will perform. He just said more details about it would be released. So that may lead into even more speculation and not just, okay, let's evaluate this and see what the best times are going to be or what the best whatever is going to be. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at the schedule. Are you guys both on the draft show tomorrow? Yep. Um, you, you know th- – we could do a show at 4 p.m. tomorrow. Oh, seven. I don't know that I'll be back in time, but I'll jump on if you guys go on. Okay. You're open bowl bowel syndrome. <laughs> what does what? IBS stand for? <laughs> oh, right. You're open bowel, bowel syndrome. Run. That's, fact. That's oh. funny. <laughs> that is funny. Why? Um, uh, I um, I text with that girl, uh, Trina. What's her name? Man, she's got a wild sense of humor. She's got a really good sense of humor. Very good. Okay, uh, we have uh, Lazar's coming on in nine minutes. Is there anything else? Any other insights into the programming? Anything else you guys want to talk about? Anyone? Anyone? I'm just. I'm very excited and interested to see what that shift in what athletes and coaches put first and emphasize in their training. I mean, that's just such a bold statement and I don't remember hearing anything like that in recent memory from Dave. So it's, we will see. Uh, and since you, you have a self-made training program, I mean, people like you, 
Mayhem, HWPO, Comp Train. Like, I mean, they will have to change their programming based on what we see at the it's like there was no one did chest bar pull-ups before it was at the games. I do a lot of strict gymnastic stuff. Already. Already. Well, it's just good. It's really good for your body and strength. And that's where a lot of athletes are weak is strict pulling, strict pressing. Can you pull up the pyramid, um, Sousa? Mm-hmm. Gymnastics is underneath weightlifting. That is for and sure. yeah, and and it's and it's Greg Glassman's uh, background, and Adrian has a ton of time around Greg Glassman, and uh, if anyone can rock the OG shirt, it sure as hell is uh, Adrian. So you got nutrition, nutrition, oh, fucking hot dog food. eating contest. <laughs> I don't know if that fits. Holy <laughs> shit. Uh, yeah. And, and, and throwings up throwings in there too. Don't think Adrian won't do that. Don't think he won't be like, fuck you. I don't care if you guys think it's dumb. I'm going to do it. He's not afraid. Uh, Corey. Hi. What's that? Hi. Um, so can we not talk about, uh, triple touches or double touches as the next natural evolution of the bar movement? We really haven't seen any kind of advancement since toes to bar, chest to bar and bar muscle up. So wouldn't double touches or triple touches from the grid league be a good body weight movement to add in? What, what is a double touch and a triple touch? Uh, like a toe to bar, chest to bar or a toe to bar chest to bar bar muscle up is that the triple uh, i, I, I don't yeah. think that that has any place in the crossfit space yeah you walk in the line of gimmicky there i think if they're looking to evolve an upper body pull it is volume and legless volume and pegboards um and strict pulling Corey, why do you like that why, why do you like that just because I think it's visually appealing for like the crowd, like people are really, if you are watching grid league, that's one of the most exciting things that you see other, other than doing like burpee back tucks and stuff like that, which I think is never going to come to CrossFit. But if we're talking about evolution of gymnastics, I mean, other than strict, any of those movements, what all can you really do more on the bar? So I'm bear with me here. So, oh, okay, here we go. So this is oh wow okay I see wow wow that's intense that's a that doesn't I don't know look if you can see bad, this Corey they're showing someone doing a toes to bar and a chest to bar like alternating yeah. between them I think we go back so to what uh, would be you just add a bar muscle up into the end of that hmm. I think you I think you have to go back to what Jr asked about that and the fact that Grid did it first I I just don't see <laughs> I could see and, and I'm okay with that I I, I could see. Think about how often it's been programmed in, what, 20 years, and think about how many hero workouts have them. I could see them doing an L pull-up before they do something like that. Yeah, that's what I would think. The the tough thing is how do you judge an L pull-up? Right. Do you you judge toe above hip crease or knee knee above hip crease? But But then it's just you can put them in a tuck position, so it would have to be toe above hip crease. Fuck. Corey, can you do that right there? Never... Sorry, sorry. Go yeah. ahead. Sorry, go ahead. That could be why they probably never brought back inverted ring handstand push-ups either because it was just wrecked everybody and it was too hard to judge. 
Oh god, and talk about not visually pleasing. People yeah. fucking hated that. <laughs> look like look like yeah. <laughs> uh, that thing was this. Corey, do you do, uh, are you do you uh, compete in grid league? Uh, absolutely not. I'm uh, hardcore intermediate CrossFit. <laughs> hardcore, okay, awesome. intermediate. And, and where are you out of? East Tennessee. Gotcha. All right. Well, thanks for calling. Good question. Thank you. Yeah. Always appreciate your show. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thanks. Pleasant calls. I think think the evolution in gymnastics pulling is in the rope climb realm, the strict pull-up realm, or the pegboard realm. And then down the road, or potentially this year, some form of climbing on a wall. Um, I, I do think that, uh, if they, that the high, if they want to make stuff visually pleasing, I think 30, 40, uh, I don't know, ropes. Yeah. Yeah. You high make ropes it, dude, are, that's why I think that's why I, cool. I feel in my heart that <clears throat> some form of rock climbing has its place at the games. It is so fucking cool to watch in an obstacle course style of event. It's just <laughs> such a, it's a natural human movement. Yeah. So we talked about on the last show main site oh. and programmed seated or L-sit rope climbs, one to 15 feet, one to 10 feet in the last couple months of programming. And while I find it kind of odd to see them like transitioning and then going to sit down and then to start doing something, if they brought back something like skills, that's something they could do for like a max two mm-hmm. minute where you start in a seated position, you climb to 10 feet, touch, come back down, butt touches, go right back up and do that. And you do that as like a max reps movement. Or you could do something that I'm pretty sure Filthy 150 did three years ago, maybe. You could kind of think of them as a two-for-one rope climb. So you climb up to 15 feet, you touch, and then when you descend, you have a tape line that is before you get to the ground. And then once you hit that line, you go right back up. So it's essentially like doing two rope climbs in one without coming to the ground. You have to stay on the rope. And if you can't oh. rope that long, oh. it count. So oh. instead of just making the rope higher and higher, which is just kind of gets more and more dangerous, you just have them go up, come down a three quarters of the way, go right back up again. Wow. 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 Have you ever programmed that? Have either of you ever programmed that in your gyms? I've done them a lot. It's a great way to train legless. And a lot of people you will see in training programs will say control the descent on a legless rope climb. So you'll go up and then you'll come down the exact same way. You won't slide down. You won't let go. You'll control all the way to the bottom. And it's just a way to continue to load the muscle group on the way down. Yeah. But for, for driving the capacity on a legless rope climb, doing touch and go legless is there's not a lot that's better than that. Straight I don't think Dave would have ever put rock climbing in the games, although there is a shitload of rock climbing equipment, and he was a very accomplished uh, rock climber. Uh, Taylor, JR, thanks for coming on. Fantastic Hello. show. Uh, good stuff. I'm glad we were able to um, piggyback and get an hour's worth of content out of Lauren Khalil's show. <laughs> good stuff. Uh, we will see you guys uh, soon. I'll be in touch with you guys uh, in the morning. I'm excited for tomorrow's draft. Um Sleep well. You want to say bye? Okay. You say bye. bye. I said, okay. And he says bye. Oh, he gave us a flex. He was going to flex. Get these studs in here. Got me out. What's up, guys?
You are are you are, are you at the uh, you look like you're in like one of those uh, rooms where like you're interviewed like if you've been a uh, if you, the police got you what's that called a uh, <laughs> where, where are you I'm in uh, some business room uh, in hotel Oh uh, okay oh you not you do you have a roommate uh, Well my girlfriend is my roommate Oh okay look at you you're a good dude coming out your girlfriend lives in uh, Paris uh, Strasbourg, but yeah, France. You were close. <laughs> okay, and uh, and is this the first year she's come to see you compete? Uh, at the games, yes. Holy cow! Look at you. Wow. Hey, did you tell her that like any minute now you're going to change into a different person? Like, does she know? <laughs> I, I think I'm, I'm the same all, all the time. But all right. Yeah. All right, we we had we had Dallin on uh, yesterday, and he, I was like, "What was it like the first time you took your wife to an event?" And he says, "Well, I just don't talk." So at first, she was like, "Is everything okay?" He's like, "Uh-huh." <laughs> <laughs> "Uh huh." But you're the same guy, huh? Yep, I'm I'm the same. Like maybe I'm a little bit more uh, stressed, but uh, I try to like keep it light and uh, just good vibes. And, yeah. Um, you have Lazar. Pronounce your name for me, Lazar. Lazar. Uh, well, however you want, but La- Lazar is what they call me in Serbia. So, Lazar. Lazar. Yeah. So in US, they usually go Lazar. Like second A is longer. Yeah. In Serbia, it's like first one is a bit longer. I'll be honest. I I know what's right and wrong, and I still say it wrong. Whatever. It's just like it's so much more natural with the like uh, the flow of the language. I was listening to the podcast where, when uh, the guys before me were on, and they said laser, so I rolled with that also. So whatever. It's <laughs> <laughs> easy going. Um, and the last name is Jukic. Yep. Nice. Is uh, is is Luka Jukic also in Madison? And uh, no, he's did, uh, home. Did he think about coming? Uh, no, because uh, there's a lot of competitions in Europe in the off season, and the main one for him right now will be uh, Madrid, and uh, he's preparing for that. I will be in my off season competing in that competition, and that will be his main competition of the year. So it's gonna be fun. Where where have you been the last three months? Oh, well, two of those three months I was in uh, Serbia. And then last month I'm here in Cookville, Cookville, Tennessee. And, and when we spoke to you last, you had a pretty, um, I, I think it was you, you had a pretty austere uh, uh, training condition. The, the barn you trained in could have some like temperatures that get really hot and really cold. Are you still in that same same spot? Yeah, I'm in, still in my uh, garage gym. So, yep, I still train there when I'm home and uh, works for me. And did you know you would come a month before um, to train in Cookville the whole time? Is that the plan all year? Yeah, that was the plan. Uh, Also, when you you are a mainstream athlete, if you qualify for uh, the CrossFit Games, they invite you to come one month early and uh, train the the group there. And it's a pretty big international group this year. Right now, it's crazy big like there's uh, probably at I, I i think i posted a story a couple of days ago that at one moment there was 11 individual crosses against athlete training at the same time in the bar but it's it's not just who, like wow. the, the, the number there's a girl from africa 
Kara came from Australia. You got you and, and at least you and Uldis from Europe. Uh, Baden Brown Choi. is now here. Baden uh, Brown, Sung Young Choi. You obviously yeah. got Guy from South America. So like Guy, Victoria. Every uh, continent is covered. Yeah. It's crazy. So, so it's the European continent, the Euro, uh, Asian continent, the South American continent, obviously the North American continent, Australia, Af- African, and Africa, Africa, and yeah. Australia. Holy shit! Every one of them. Yeah, we have also a team in from Australia uh, there with all three teams of Mayhem. So they've been throwing down the last couple of weekends. I heard Freedom didn't lose a single event. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, wait, who didn't lose a single event? He's saying the three, the three oh. Mayhem teams plus one team from Australia have been doing a little... They've been working out together. Uh, yeah, on the weekends, they did kind of game simulation two times, two weekends in a row. Wow. Who, yeah. who runs that? Who, who runs that? Who's the, Rich. Maybe but, you've heard of him. But Rich is competing in it, isn't he? Is, does someone else run it? Like, does Rory run it or Ellie run it or Tasia run it or... No, it's just like a friendly, like, they will just like, let's come at the, this new facility, make an athlete facility at nine, and they will just like program and uh, show down with each other all day. What, why, what are the elements that make it that you think that all these people show up a month early? What do you think is there? Is it the equipment, the spirit, the coaching, the the, Why sight, there? the sightseeing in the area. Well, yeah. I can, like hanging I can, out with the cows. I can tell you from my experience from last year and this year. Uh, so last year I was training alone, preparing for the games. Uh, I was doing like crazy amount of work alone, but mentally I was very, very like on the edge. I like I, I cried during some workouts, and it was like so painful. It was so mentally draining to do it by myself and then this year the physical state was the same i was tired all the time i was like not feeling good but i was training with uh, since i came i started with Haley spencer then Uldis came baden uh, i was training with also with Guy. we did some training uh, we did some training with rich also and with the teams uh, but uh, the physical state was the same, but mentally, when I see everybody else doing the work, I'm like, I'm going to do even more. And I'm going to like try to like keep up with everybody and uh, just have fun and uh, train like crazy. Yeah. And mentally, it was much easier this year because there were so many people around there that are doing the same thing. Last year, was I was alone and it was just not fun. Lazar, what place did you take in the games last year? Ninth. And, and that's your rookie year? Yeah, I was best male rookie, but nobody counts that. <laughs> Incredible. Congratulations. We, well, no, we, we knew. It. Coming into the last day, it was, really, was going to be really close between you and Mal O'Brien to see which of the rookies would finish higher. And she got you get by a couple spots, so we we knew who you were. She was she was seventh. I remember watching the last event. I'm like, please, I want to be rookie of the year. Then she smashed it. <clears throat> when you were when you were at the games last year, 
So this, this is fascinating to me. I'm trying to think if I've, I've seen people cry during CrossFit workouts, you know, just like at affiliates or just like you're, you're working out. I've seen people cry. And, and, and there's a pretty famous video of Nicole Carroll crying, a couple of them from back in the day. I think she's doing Linda and she starts crying. And I think in, um, what's the other famous word? Uh, Nasty Girls, I think she cries. I, I saw Brooke Wells, uh, Cole, and uh, Catherine during that comp train video. They, they cried. So yeah, all three of them cried. Yeah, I don't think Cole cried, but he was like uh, like screaming or something. But I remember, yeah, like girls were crying. <laughs> and 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 I've been on the floor at the CrossFit Games as the final event. I don't think people realize um, how emotional it is when when you were at the games last year. Did you sense the emo- the insane emotional roller coaster? Uh, well, just at, just at the last event, I, I felt tremendous relief. When it was yeah. over? When it was over. Like, I was watching, uh, I w- we were, like, sitting all men, except Justin. Justin, he was called to be, un- per- like, announced to be this man on earth, and, like, nine of us were sitting there. It was kind of like I wanted to be there, but at the same time, I'm, I'm happy with what I did, so... It was like happiness and like disappointment and like at the same time, it was just like emotional, like really emotional. It's a, it's, I mean, it's an accomplishment in a, in an essence to finish the games. Definitely. Every year there's people that make it there and don't finish. But not, but not throughout. So, but, but it is a lot of ups and downs throughout, right? I mean, like after the first day, after the second day. After the third day, I mean, and you had a tremendous showing. Uh, yeah. Uh, so for me, like the biggest emotional roller coaster, roller coaster was uh, probably Saturday on Sunday. So Saturday was uh, all the cuts were done, I think. Then we had running event. Then we have pegs. Then we have lifting. Then we had lifting. I won the running then i placed second which should have been first at the peg and uh, i placed like 16th at the snatch but i did my current pr at that moment which was like i was pretty happy with how i did that day and then the next day started with yoke and i finished 18th out of 20 people (laughs) i started screaming in the backstage like and luca was just like Calm down, calm down. There's more to, to, to do. So, yeah, just like from happiness to complete anger in a event. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, do, you, do you now, did you take this year to, to work on the yoke? Yeah. yeah. And, and, and was, how do you do that if you train in your – go ahead, Brian. No, I was just – you, are you pretty confident it was the yoke in that workout and it wasn't the that- – uh, Well, I know like – my course was strong at that time. Just my uh, GAG cycling was not that fast. And I tried to keep, keep up with the cycling with everybody else. And uh, burpees were, were kind of okay. And then I just came to the yoke uh, broken from the GHDs that I tried to sprint. If I went slower on the GHDs, it would, it would make five seconds difference. But it would make it would made much more sense to go to the yoke with not broken course. So uh, yeah, it was kind of a mix of not having a yoke 
and uh, trying to run on other people's space. What did you think, Brian? Do you think it was something besides the oak from what you saw? I mean, I wasn't sure. It's uh, event 13. Like They've already gone through a lot, a lot of work. And the day before, they did a long running with 90 toes to bar. They did some overhead squats. His APR to snatch, like his core was, you know, it was uh, like what he trains for is that his core is as, as good as can be on the morning of day four. But first year at the games, like you've never done a competition with 13 events that are that difficult against that good of a field. So it could be a variety of things, but still obviously going to be motivating to work on yeah. all of them coming out of that. Well, you asked Seven, how do I work on Yoke? Yeah. I don't have it in my uh, garage. Yeah. So I, uh, basically live between France and Serbia. Uh, so Anya is living in France and she has a crazy good box there, CrossFit Nero, Strasbourg. And uh, they have everything, all of the equipment basically. Tell, tell so, me the name of it again, CrossFit what? CrossFit Nero, Strasbourg. Uh, spell it for me. Uh, N-E-R-O-S-T-R. Z. I don't know. <laughs> see, let's see what happens. No. No, without Z. Delete the Z, put the A. <laughs> let's see, let's see. I wonder if I just cross it nasty. No, N E R O Nero. Yeah, I, I, I try, but Google just wants to give me cross it Santa Cruz, these assholes. <laughs> oh, okay. I see it. I see it. Nero Crossberg, uh, Strasburg. I got yep. it. I, at least, yep. I mean, I got their, I got their Instagram. That's them. Okay. Yep. Good people. It's it's interesting that she has such a good box um, near her too. Uh, yeah. When I visited Paris, I don't know how long ago on a CrossFit trip, there were so few CrossFit gyms, and now I think there's like 900 in France or something crazy like that. Well, France uh, overtook Brazil this yeah. year for uh, most affiliates. So, yeah. Um, do you have any good training partners there? Uh, I have people. I have like group of guys that train with me and some girls uh, when I'm there. Uh, they're not like games level athletes, but they're good athletes. So uh, they keep me company. I have this, this young guy, uh, Manu, who is like trying to keep up whenever I'm there. <laughs> so he gets crushed. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do you speak French? Uh, no, I can understand a bit, but I still can't speak. So you guys speak English to each other when you get when you talk. Where? At, at when you're in France, they speak English. They speak English with me, but Anya is Serbian, so we speak Serbian. <clears throat> oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, her. Yes, but I just meant the people in the gym. In in the gym, uh, most of French people don't really speak like great English, but uh, enough that are... you can train with them. You, you, when you put something on the board, they understand. Yeah. You gonna say something, Brian? No, I was just thinking about something. Okay. Uh, how how has the community been treating you? Like when you, when you show up to the games, are, are, are people starting to recognize you? People are warm to you. You're starting to be like, "Yep, that's one of the guys." Well, wherever I go, people are always very nice to me. Uh, but uh, in in that particular box like i came uh i don't even think i competed competed at the games yet and they were like uh, they knew who i am and they uh, like were just very nice and 
I, I got uh, a big poster of me from uh, Pixel, uh, and they put it on the wall. Oh, well, that's cool. At, at the corner where, where I usually train, they put my picture, and they called it Lazar's Corner. So <laughs> that's Wow. <cool. laughs> yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So they've embraced you. Yeah, they're, they're awesome. And, and when you got to Madison, um, who have you seen there? Have you seen any of your competitors there? Uh, well, I'm still not in Madison. I'm still in Cookville, but... Uh, well, I'm a great listener, aren't I? When, when I go, at. I'll probably... Oh, oh okay, so you're in a hotel in Cookville. Hotel in Cookville, yeah. Okay, I didn't even know... Well, it's not, really, it's not really hotel, it's suites. So I have kitchen, I have fridge, I have everything I need. So it's kind of a small apartment. Okay, and, and when do you go? And when do you go? Uh, tomorrow morning. And and how do you go? A uh, plane. And who do you go with? Uh, Anya, Baden, Uldis, uh, Michelle, her partner, uh, Choi, Tyler, Bailey. Uh, I don't know, maybe some, like big, all of big us. Big crew. Gee, yeah. probably. <clears throat> yeah. And, and, wh- and why not Rich? He drives? Uh, no, he'll go on Sunday since... Uh, their check-in is Monday, I think, for the yeah, teams. The individuals check in Sunday, and yeah. then the teams don't have to until Monday. Yeah. And and does and who makes the the flight arrangements? Do you guys do that, or does Mayhem have someone who does that for you? Uh, well, we have this uh, awesome girl, Jen. I don't know. She's in charge of a lot of stuff. She's a uh, Mayhem like she covers like a media side in a sense. She's a uh, head of Instagram and. Uh, She's also like, whatever you need, you go to her and it will be done. So, Who's that? Know. What's her name? Uh, Jennifer Fudaker. Fudaker something, I think. Do you know? I know her, yeah. She's an employee at Mayhem, basically. She's, she's always around their teams and stuff when they're training. To, comes to well, she's like, the CEO? Yeah. She's the CEO? No. no. <laughs> Well, I don't want to forget anybody, Mark, but there's Jen, Jake, and Rory who, like, take care of a lot of stuff. Like, since I came, Jake was the most helpful, per- helpful person I ever, like, saw. Whatever I need, text Jake, he'll get it done also. So, yeah, a lot of helpful people here. Yeah, that's crazy. And you need that. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a foreign land. Yeah, when I was, at, yep, that's her. Uh, when I was at the games last year, uh, the thing that struck me the most was how well treated were Mayhem athletes. Like, like they had their physio, they had like the food arranged, they they had uh, 100 people running around them. So I was like, yeah, that's it. Yeah, media guys, <laughs> media God, what, people. Yeah, what a team. Will they send a media person with you on the plane? Uh, I don't think so. They will drive since they have so much equipment with them. I think they will drive from uh, uh, Cookville to Madison, I think tomorrow. Um, um, And and Rich stays in the campground, right? Uh, Not this year. No. No. Oh, he's getting soft. He got old. (laughs) He he has kids now and he needs to spend some time with them, I think, and... Oh, he's always had kids. He got too many kids. How many kids has he got? Do you see the kids? Do you, they got to put the, the kids away during the the month before the the games. They got okay. We got to put the kids away. 
no, no. Uh, they're they're actually very very fun kids, and uh, when like when you're training, they know they need to like be a little bit more like further from you. But uh, other than that, they're great. Like I, I made this story with uh, Guy and uh, Twice. Uh, well, <laughs> Guy took Twice's shoe and threw it out the window of the car. <laughs> While Rich was buying a cake for Lakeland's birthday, and Trice was alone with three of us, like me, Spencer, and Guy, and Guy started bullying Trice. He threw out the shoe outside the window. Trice started screaming, jumping all over the car. <laughs> I will tell you to my dad. <laughs> oh, he said that. That's awesome. Rich needed to come in and smash the cake on Spencer. Well, actually, Trice, oh, key. Trice stole. On Guy, no, Guy was the bully, not Spencer. Oh, oh, Spencer. Oh, oh. Spencer is a nice guy. But Trice actually told on Guy, and uh, Rich said, like, he needs that. He needs, like, older brothers making him, like, cry and get tough. So. That's what Rich's whole child is, was. He's yeah. not going to mind that. Yeah. What, what, someone had a question about. One of the people at Mayhem. Do you remember what that was? Oh, you and I were talking on the phone. What was that, Brian? It was me, but I... this isn't the place. This isn't the place. No. Text it to me. Text it to me. Oh, you're like, if I see Rich, I'm gonna ask him. You're not gonna ask him. Let's ask. Let's have. We got Lazar here. Sure, ask him. I don't remember the question. I Text told Seven to last night. I think it was. I don't know if it's on the podcast or off the air afterwards. Off the air. Off the air. That if. I, <laughs> That if I saw Rich, I would at the games and like check in, you know, before the game started. I wanted to ask him what he thought about you, Guy, and Spencer. Oh, yes, I- yes, yes. Good question. I think he, he let's thinks, rank these guys. Let's let's rank these guys. I think that's he not, thinks I'm a bit crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Since uh, I think he thinks I'm a bit like Haley. So, uh, meaning, I, meaning you're really focused on your metabolic conditioning. No, I think I, I always like need to do more, more, more. Okay. And whenever I ask him, like, Rich, can I add this? He's like, No, Haley. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. So I like I when when like I talk to Facundo or Jake, which are the Mayhem coaches. Whenever they tell me something, I will like maybe I will still change it. But when Rich says something, I I don't change it. Give me an exa- Give us an example of something you would change. Uh, today we we did, we did a ladder of clean and jerks, and we had a couple of them with five bar muscle ups before. So like a couple of ladders, five bar muscle ups, five barbells, and I wanted to do fifteen bar muscle ups. So instead of five, and Jake came, and I'm like, Jake, can I do fifteen? He's like, no, but you can go for 10. Then Rich comes. I'm like, Rich, can I go for 10 bar muscle-ups? No, you have games. Don't trip your hands. Like, you will not get better at bar muscle-ups. Do five. Like, I'll do five. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you're a good student. Yeah, I try to be. Um, what is the etiquette on sharing what you see there? It, I don't know. It, like, so, okay, if you, so if you ask, I will answer. I think. <laughs> no, no. Oh, but no. But what I, I guess what I mean is, 
Is, is there a secrecy? No, but maybe secrecy, or are there any former uh, formal rules on what you can and can't say? Or is it like, hey, if you if you start doing some dumb shit on your social media here, you they just kick you out, and like everyone just kind of has to get in where they fit in? I don't think so. Like, uh, you're supposed to be you, and uh-huh. so I think uh, if you're just doing you and they accept it, you're good. Like I was. I was uh, at the Cuckoo before uh, before Rogue, and I was like here for a kind of trial period, like to see if I fit with with people and uh, if people will like me and uh, if I'm normal. <laughs> so uh, yeah, they we we went from there. Like they they saw me, they work, they trained with me, and just like we continue from there. Let me give you an example. Them. Let me give you a good example. You're working out. You're working out uh, during quarterfinals, and you see someone score, or, or uh, um, it's, it's a virtual competition, and you see someone score, and you share that score with other competitors. Would that be considered uh, not cool? Let's say he score. He score, or one. Let's say one of the girls score. Like I usually only share stuff with my brother and nobody else. So yeah, I think but, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Like, I don't uh, want to tell anybody else. I don't think you should. Yeah. That's the thing. And I'm wondering if there's like rules like that. Like, hey, like, if, if, if you're there and you see Haley's score and then you're like sharing that with like people she's competing against in Europe, that'd be some fucked up shit, right? No. no. Right. Right. There's like there's a, a, a code of ethics, but it's unspoken. Yeah. It's unspoken. No one's ever told you not to do it. No, nobody told me I don't share Haley's score with, I don't know who's competing with her in Europe. Right. Like, I know the girls, but I, I can't, like, get anyone in mind. But I will not, right. like, I'm not in better relationship with any other girl than I'm, like, with Haley. So, I'm, like, no point of, like... Yeah. I would, I, it, it was just the example. It was just the example. Yeah. Ah, yeah. look at Ken. Yes, Ken. Ken. Sevon has gone fishing this evening. <laughs> Are you familiar with that term, fishing? Well, like in a real sense, like go. No, no, not in real. No, no, no not in real. Sense. Uh, it's like when you're fishing for information. You know, you okay, throw a line. Okay. Yeah, you're uh, yeah, yeah. fishing, fishing yeah. for information. <laughs> Send some reactions. Go ahead, Brian. Lazar, your, your uh, worst finish last year was in the sprint. Is that something that you look at after the games and think? I need to improve my my speed and agility, or is that a skill that's like it's too hard to improve enough to make a difference? Oh, b- mm. Before you answer that, t- can you tell us specifically the sprint you're talking about, the 550 meter run? Yeah, 550 okay. yard dash, something like that. And what place did he get, Brian? Thirty. That that's bad, right? That's very bad for me. <laughs> okay, proceed. All right, I was done. No, 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 uh, oh. L- Lazar. You answer the question now. He's asking you: Can can you fix that, or are you fucked? Are you just forever going to run like an elephant? <laughs> well, <laughs> immediately when the CrossFit Games were over, I found uh, athletic coach in Serbia near uh, near me. So I live in Temerin, which is a small village in Serbia, and the closest biggest city is Novi Sad. Uh, it's like. 15 kilometers away from me and uh, 
there's a nice track there and there's a, this uh, professor of um, uh, he's actually professor of athletics athleticism or whatever in uh, faculty of sport and physical education in uh, in uh, Serbia in Novi Sad and uh, I told him like who I am what I do and uh, I asked if, if I can uh, train with with him for like personal training sessions and we started uh, I think September last year and we trained two sessions every week until three weeks ago wow and I was training with uh, you remember that story with when Fraser told uh, that uh, he was getting beat by high 15? school kids yep I experienced the same thing <laughs> The kid actually forgot his shoes. He was running in, uh, like, I can't say the name of, <laughs> of the brand, but he was running in, like, some basketball shoes. And he, were, he was beating me by uh, five seconds on a 300-meter run. What, what, what are these kids? And, uh, yep, it was not fun, but uh, it's, I think it paid off. We did a lot of, like... Agility drills, uh, hurdles, sprinting. Uh, we went for a like long, like long sprinting intervals, like a 200, 300, uh, 400, 500, and we built really good speed. So, like my time was uh, 124, I think, or 122. At 122, the, yeah. 122, and Guy's time was 115. I ran that same thing, 140. So, uh, yeah, at least I'll be top 10. So, if that comes back. Damn, damn. Good job, dude. Hey, in what the, did the... Go ahead, Brian, go ahead. In, in the year before, did you, did you spend a lot of time running? It just wasn't that specific kind of running? Yeah, I was spending all of my time running uh, longer distances. And I'm assuming you still do some long distance, but... Not that much anymore. Like uh, probably, I I spent most of the off season only training sprints. Uh, so, like when semifinals came around, like after quarterfinals, I I started implementing running uh, once once a week, and then like continued with sprinting. Wow. What did what did the coach think when he met you? What did he think about your athleticism? <laughs> He's like, who is this guy? He's too slow. He's too big to do this. Yeah. He, he, uh, yeah. Did he try to talk you out of it? Or was he like, hey, what are you doing? Or like, hey, you need to lose 20 no, pounds? Or was, like, stop lifting weights? Was he? What did he say? He was just confused. Like, he needed to, to see what we are doing. So, like, I took my phone. Because in Serbia, CrossFit is not that popular. And for somebody who's in athletics his whole life, he didn't really know anything about CrossFit. So I'm like, this is CrossFit Games. This is what I do. This is like 15 events. I need to run maybe in the third event, maybe in the fourth, maybe in the last event. Uh, so like I will be ruined maybe <laughs> before the sprint. So like we need to uh, like work even like I will do heavy squats at home and I will kill my legs and I will come then sprinting. So if I'm <laughs> slow, you know what's happening. <laughs> so when you cut six seven eight eight seconds off of your 550 meter time 
Um, do you look like a totally different runner? Like when you look at the video side by side, is it totally different? Your cadence? Oh, okay. Okay. I mean, that's but, uh, insane. He, he said, uh, like, I'm uh, running on uh, my heels, which is good for uh, longer kind of runs. But for the sprinting, you need to be a little bit more on your toes. So we needed to, like, we tried that also. And, like, he was always, like, he always reminded me of, like, keep your face <laughs> when you run. So don't be, like, very, uh, like, angry or whatever, like, tense. have a stance. So, yeah. uh, like, just... I think like, that applies to, like, a lot of other things, like rowing and biking. Yep. Well, I, when I rode with my uh, past coach, we had, a, like, rowing 2K, uh trial time and we had a rowing coach with us and he was like telling me during that trial like don't make a grimace out of your face because you will get slower like it will go down to your uh body so just like keep your face loose first and then everything else seven did a so, yeah, 2k row recently i did a what 2k row recently yeah i got so, a seven yeah. i got a 749 nice Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I, I, saw oh, some bike. I saw some assault bike also, like 50 calories in, what, five minutes? I don't know. I, oh, man. Oh, this man. is just a workout that I programmed for my gym. Okay. And, I, and I just, I know Sevan, we have the Echo bike. I know Sevan uses the assault bike all the time. So I posted it and I said, who thinks Sevan can, can match my score on an assault bike? And then uh, now everyone's doing it every day. More people are doing it and tagging us, and it's awesome. I yeah, didn't get. I got. Eight, I got eighty calories and seventy calories. Just not that that's anything to brag about, but fifty. In, come, in on, many, come on, come on. In how much time? In five minutes. Eighty calories. That's like fifteen. Fifteen around fifteen in a minute. I think it's six, sixteen. Yeah, um, sixteen a minute. Solid. Thank you. Better than my row? You think that's better than my row? More impressive than my row? Kind of the same. Same, yeah. Okay, good. Okay, good. So I have balance. I have balance. <laughs> what are you laughing at, no Susa? What are you laughing at? <laughs> uh, Lazar. 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 Lazar Jukic. I know you're uh, past your bedtime, and I appreciate you doing this. I, I know you stayed up a little bit late tonight. We are, we're good. We're good. Uh, we will be uh, rooting you on. Do you have anything else, Brian, before we let let him go to his sweet dreams? No, man. Looking forward to seeing you. Uh, I actually yeah. wanted to ask something to Seven. Okay, go ahead. So, after every competition, you called me on a podcast. And you didn't call me after the semifinals. Me and Anya were talking. Were you angry at me or something? No. <laughs> fuck no. I love you to death. No. Good. Great question. No. I just, I'm overwhelmed. Dude, you bug the shit out of me. I'm even starting to use a WhatsApp a little bit more. So I look there. Do you know what it is? I'm, I'm overwhelmed. And so you and I communicate on WhatsApp, right? Yep. And so that's what it is. I just don't look at, okay. I'm going to text you right now. I love you. <laughs> Tell, how do you spell Anya? A-N-J-A? Yep. <laughs> Tell Anya. His spelling is better Please. than his pronunciation. Okay. For um, me, it's the other way around. Well, he said you, her name perfectly, though. I think he's just giving you a hard time. Uh, you and your brother are always welcome. Man, you're easy as shit. Thank you. Yeah. 
I'm listening to the Haley one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> listen, listen, 500 shows. I'm bound to have one bad one. Come on. Hey, and thank God. I mean, she could have been like, I'm never going to go on that show again. And she was nice enough to say at the end, I'll, I'll do it again. I was like, oh, <laughs> I just wasn't I saw, myself that day. I saw her yesterday. No, like two days ago when you did that. Like, that was weird. <laughs> she said that or you said that? I said. Oh, thanks. Please don't pour gasoline on the fire. <laughs> Susan, stop laughing. <laughs> I got to redeem myself. I, I'm going to drink next time I have her on the show. <laughs> I'll maybe, take some. I was I was distracted that night also. Maybe take the cats out of it. So it's like, <laughs> thank you. No Someone goes, no you voice. need to shut up and let Brian talk. I was like, I know, I know. Yeah. All right, brother. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for calling me. I'm gonna bug you extra now so that you you know that I love you and I don't hate you. <laughs> Perfect. Peace. Thank you. See, See you Sunday. <sighs> Hiller's right. I shit the bed. I told you that the people I spoke to liked it. They liked seeing you uncomfortable. Well, that's good. I mean, I, I don't mind that. I like that. Are you uncomfortable? Yeah, I don't know if you're uncomfortable. He, did, he didn't deny it. I was very uncomfortable. <laughs> I was very uncomfortable. Like, like weird uncomfortable. Like, I don't even know why I was uncomfortable. I shouldn't Still uncomfortable. It made me uncomfortable. Were you wearing the 12-inch wrist sleeves? No. What, <laughs> these? Wrist no. <laughs> But I was just, uh, I just couldn't get into a groove with her. Like she's, I wanted to get into a conversation with her and, and we just weren't conversating. It was like, I was just asking questions and I just couldn't figure out how to lure her into a conversation. She got going at, towards the end. Yeah. With eight seconds left. She's like, so yeah. why do you think it's uncomfortable? I was like, Oh fuck. <laughs> I talked to this chick's uh, husband today in my DMS. Oh, Thanks cool. for all your hard work guys. No problem. Elise. Car Redow Redow. She made a reel of the rant that I did. Thank you for that. Oh yeah, she yeah. Look at these. Seven, you know where I was today? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Tell me, tell me. How did that go? Oh yeah, pull up uh, Brian's Instagram. How'd how'd that go? It was um, it was amazing. Uh I think that uh Christoph Horvath is like I could go I told him this today. I was like, if we sat down for like a half hour coffee, I think we'd just leave six hours later. It's just like one of the easiest guys for me to talk to that I've ever met. He's cool. And we worked out a little bit too. I'm surprised to hear that kind of though, because neither of you are chatterboxes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just, are, uh, these, so are, these are the women that uh, own the gym there. They invited me down and look at that seven. You see that shirt she's wearing? I tagged you in it. Have you seen oh it shit. Oh shit. What's her name? Um, Rachel's on the left. I'm, I, I'm, I, I feel bad. I cannot remember. Rachel was the one who reached out to me on Instagram. She'd talked with John. Singleton and uh, said they were working out at one today. So I uh, Goose I Island CrossFit. They own the gym together. Uh, not a hundred percent sure of that. Okay, I like that girl's shorts on the right. Are those camo? I think so. I love her shirt. <laughs> okay, so you went to Goose Island, and, and what what city state is that in? That's in Illinois. Yeah, it's like thirty minutes south of where I live in the city, and there were five games athletes uh, training there, so we jumped in with them. Okay, let's the guy with the coffee shirt on. That uh, that's the filmmaker. That's Yorgos Keravis, two-time games athlete from Greece. Oh, okay, fuck that up. The guy next to him in the white shirt is uh, John Singleton. Correct. 
Okay, he's like the um, infamous coach from like way he's been around forever. Super knowledgeable. He used to train uh, Sarah Sigmund's daughter in 1854. Yeah, <laughs> the guy in the red. Moritz Fiebig, games rookie from Germany. No shit on team. No, he qualified out of Lowlands. He won the last event to get in. Good huh. job, Moritz. Actually, Luka Jukic got was missed out because of uh, what Moritz did on that workout. Asshole, Moritz. <laughs> immediately uh, take it back. Super nice uh, guy, by the way. I had had a nice conversation with him today as well. Um, guy next to him is that guy missing an arm? Is He's that coach a, also adaptive athlete? <laughs> what's up with his left arm? okay then that's brian friend he uh um he comes on the seven podcast uh uh laura horvat's brother christoph there with no shirt on yeah yeah uh, down down in the front row on the right is girl i coach for my gym that i took with me no shit mm-hmm. she didn't I cramp didn't... your style no uh somebody to beat. she doesn't uh actually <laughs> we, tied, we tied for last <laughs> She, um, uh, she doesn't work on Friday afternoons. I knew she had the afternoon off. I got this invite last minute. I asked her if she had four hours free. She goes, for what? I said, just pack the workout. And she did. And uh, I surprised her with that. I can't believe you. Uh, you you cool. seem like more like a solo guy. Like, and I'm not letting anyone come fuck my shit up. Uh, she's, brought, you know, a couple years into CrossFit. She's much, she's already better than me. She's, uh wants to do some competition and stuff. So I thought it'd be cool for her to see what the, like the flow of a training block is for the you know best athletes in the world and and that's all we were talking about on the way home i mean they spent 30 or 40 minutes warming up and uh you know she thinks a 10 minute warm-up is a long warm-up she low maintenance she was easy didn't like yeah she's she didn't touch your frisbees in the car or anything (laughs) (laughs) no no, no, she's she's great when i was talking to christoph and john she's just warming up and watching and taking it all in talking to the owners so yeah. yeah, that's a cool experience. Um, girl in the green is a uh, uh, Gabriella Magawa. She doesn't do podcasts uh, prior to the games, the week before the games, because uh, she's stuck up. I mean, she's focused. Focus. She's trying to win them. Yeah, she's trying to win them. She looks really good right there, by the way. Uh, that lady next to her, uh, the Thura Helga's daughter looking chick, is something Sol- Sulik. Solvig Sigurd, daughter. Oh, that is a daughter. Uh-huh. Hmm. A Solvig Sigurd's daughter. Daughter Sigurd, of daughter. daughter. So, wow, it's weird that the daughters have such good daughters to train with, and yet they don't train when I see them like just out in the wild. It's like it's like a, a fish that jumped into the wrong stream or something. You know what I mean? Like she's in brackish water, but she's a saltwater fish. It's like, yo, you better turn back. I lined up for the uh, – we did like a, an AMRAP of clean and, clean and jerks, and I loaded the bar to the same weight as them, and she was giving me a hard time. She's like, you're doing the same weight as us? Like you – were you able to do it? Yeah, I got I got less reps in them, but I did it. Wow, good job. What was the weight? Uh, one fifty five. Oh, okay. Um, the I'm girl right. in the uh gray. Oh, they're all wearing the same shoes. Uh, just local girl. Shoes. That's Jacqueline Dahlstrom. No shit. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. About her. That's Jacqueline Dahlstrom, second from the left on the bottom. All gray. Yeah. Wow. And the girl on the end is uh, she looks great. Everyone looks fucking great. Um, mm-hmm. Who's who's on the far left? Her name's Maria. She's with Yorgos, the guy in the black shirt above her. Okay, their partners. All right. And you? That's cool. Did you? Who whose um, idea was it to take that picture? John Singleton. Wow, good job, John. Killing it. 
And did you, was it awkward was at actually, first? You're like, I was thinking about it that when you were talking to Lazar is that uh, like, you know, I obviously it was cool. I'm sure it was cool for Catherine to be there and what, but we didn't take our phones out. We didn't take pictures or videos or anything, but John was like, yeah, yeah, let's get a photo before you go. So so they went to take the photo and you guys weren't standing out and then they waved you in. You knew all along you were supposed to be. Too. I mean, that's the way I would think it would be. No, Stand no. By for the everyone, knew it. everyone knew it was, it was fine. Everyone was good, happy about it. Uh, are there more? Go ahead. That's it. There's one picture of John's phone. He, he posted it and tagged everybody. Wow. Can you go to the next picture? Like what's if you next, next slide or, or pull out and let's just look at his, his whole Instagram for a second. Let's see this. All right. That's it. That's a cool name for the. Um, oh, oh, that's on Brian's. Okay, that's on Brian's. Okay, what? Uh, that's a. Oh wait, where was that picture? Oh, that was in your story. In story, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he put it in his story. I just reposted it. How, did you see anything that you were like, "Oh shit, yeah, Gabrielle is gonna is is ready." <laughs> I mean, they're in a taper. Last year when I went up there it was like three days earlier in this week, and it was a full training day, and it totally obliterated me. Uh, this was, uh, you know, they were there for, we were there for two hours, but the first hour was mostly a warming up. It was just like an hour of work. And uh, not, if like personally, it wasn't much tra- different than a normal training day for me, but then I know they're also coming, came back in the evening to do another session. Um, I noticed in your, in your bio there, you had, um, uh, uh, before we look at his 20 rep back squat, 215, by the way, that's insane. Let's look at his bio. Brian, let's move the real seven podcast up to the top. Uh, above mm. your name even so have it say the real <laughs> step on podcast then brian friend so on podcast personality brian friend. It's in? i can't even see i think it's fine it's totally it's fine. gym i'm up. so cool i have no ego i'm so humble and chill brian you don't even need whatever you want to do buddy just cool <laughs> just easy i mean it's all good it's all good <laughs> All right, I got a show tomorrow. Oh, my favorite show tomorrow, live call-in show. I love waking up to a live call-in show. It's just me and Souza. No pressure. I just talk about how fucking racist everyone is and how much better I am than everyone. It's fucking dope. We should do a check-in with my uh, Jerry News comments maybe at the end of the live. I yes. have a good one. We'll do- a good one. Oh, let's start the oh. show with that tomorrow. Let's start the show with that tomorrow. <laughs> Might get to a thousand by then. I'm, 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 my Instagram account has been suspended for the second time in one month. I, I don't know what the f- heck is going on. Oh, racist, racist. Okay, Brian, here. thank you for coming on. I will see you tomorrow night at five p.m. Are you excited about the draft show? Five p.m. What? Are you excited about the draft show tomorrow? It's don't five p.m. To- our time. Our time. Yeah. Oh. Caller, I want to go play with my kids. Uh, what could you possibly need? Is this a is this a show about the uh, the kid uh, programming? <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, it is. Well How can done. I help you? How many kids well, do you have? Good. Uh, just one. Just one. Just yell at them. Yell at them and chase them around the house. Does that work? Yes. Awesome. Where, hey, what do you live next door to Colton? Yeah, yeah. I can tell. What state are you calling from? Alabama. Damn, you're good. That's how cool I want to be. When I when I see as cool as you sound, that's how cool. When I see Brian has my name, the real stuff on podcast below morning chalk up, I want to sound as cool as you. When you I just, <laughs> just like Brian. Yeah, we need to get that. We need to get that bumped up above the morning chalk. It does sound like Dick Mertens. Thank I you. agree. Uh, I just want to be like Brian. 
you know, I think your bio could use some adjustments. There you go. What's up? You CrossFit? I finally heard what you said. Maybe I'll change it. You CrossFit? What a guy. No, I don't. Oh, what are you doing, Colin? What are you listening to the show for? I, I just enjoy watching watching oh. your show. I love watching CrossFit. But what can I, I do really to make it better it. so I get more people who don't CrossFit? I want more people like you. How do I? Do you think <laughs> I need more nudity or what? What should I do? Nah, I don't know. You do a pretty good job. I mean, I don't, <laughs> I don't really know what you could do better. All right. Fuck. All right, dude. Well, what, what's your name? Richard. Rich. Oh, it is Dick. Martin. Oh, it is. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Uh, Richard, I um, you, you, I think you have healing properties. You called, and I just felt like my whole like ecosystem just turn it down a notch. I, I you're a cool, dude. Yeah. Well, I think it was like that last time I called. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> 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 All right, everybody. I love you, Richard. Got the last word. We will. Uh, I'll talk to you later, Richard. Uh, wake up seven a.m. Right, tomorrow man. morning. Give me a call. Um. Everyone else, good night. Brian, wave goodbye. Sousa, wave goodbye. <laughs>